0: Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. Today we're with James Yates of Steerfish Steak and Smoke in Spearfish, South Dakota. James has been in the restaurant business since he was a kid, and he actually had no plans of opening a new restaurant in Spearfish until he saw this incredible historic building, and the rest is history. James is sharing with us a lot about entrepreneurship, passion, and of course, the incredible menu at Steerfish. And here's the fun backstory on this interview. My friend Joni and I were in the Black Hills for a conference and found ourselves in Deadwood looking for a place to eat. It was around 6.30 on a weeknight, and we checked about five different places to find out no one was seating anyone else for the night, and it wasn't even that busy. So we changed plans to see if we could find a place to eat in Spearfish since we were staying in that area. That's when we found Steerfish Steak and Smoke and we knew from the minute we walked in, this was exactly the kind of place we were looking for. Steak, trout, jalapeno poppers, cornbread muffins, you name it. I mean, we really did hit the jackpot. We were so impressed that we knew we had to try to find the owner and get an interview. We were heading out of town the next morning, but the manager told us to come by early, knock on the door, ask for James, and see if he would be up for it. He said yes on a whim, and you can hear how the rest unfolds in the interview. So here we go with James Yates. Well, we're here today with James Yates of Steerfish Steak and Smoke in Spearfish, South Dakota. James, thanks for being on the podcast.
1: Sure. It's my privilege.
0: Yeah. Tell me about you. Did you grow up in the Black Hills?
1: No, I actually, I grew up in Wyoming. I'm a Wyoming boy. Okay. But in Gillette, so only about 90 miles uh, uh, west of here. So I always knew Spearfish, you know, and kind of always came over as a kid to, you know, to the old deadwood not the gambling deadwood but the old <laughs> deadwood and and kind of vacationed this was our vacation spot you know in, this, in the hills and so yeah yeah We kind of grew up in the area but yeah. not actually here
0: yeah tell us what old deadwood was like because we've been talking about that a lot on this trip
1: oh it was cool you yeah. know it was like it, it, did you go to the number 10 saloon
0: we walked by okay it, so yeah.
1: it you know it, it was but it, it was a little dumpier i mean it wasn't uh-huh. so shiny for sure yeah but uh it, it was kind of raw but uh it was, you know, it had its history, its Western history and stuff. You know, I think everything that they've done to Deadwood has been nice. Uh-huh. You know, obviously it didn't have the money and it didn't have the thing to do the stuff they did, but it, it definitely had its old shoot 'em up, you know, type feeling that it had. You know, that it lost.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but uh, um, you know, everybody things move on. But it was yeah. it was cool in itself. You know, it was as a kid it was, you know, it was uh, Buffalo Bill or Wild Bill or. Hickok, you know, as yeah, Wild well, Bill Hickok and the Dead Man's Hand, you know, and all this stuff that you know, the, but the big thing they had was the, the rodeo, you know, in the days of 76s. We'd come over for that, you know, that was their, and now it's, it's definitely um, casino driven, yeah. It's pretty yeah. shiny up there yeah. now.
0: You but, wouldn't believe it's like a town of what, 2,000? Not even? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think like 1,500 people up yeah. there.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Well, we're in Spearfish today because last night we were looking for a restaurant and we wound up here at Stearfish and wow, we were blown away. And we were so impressed. We're like, we got to get an interview with the owner. And so I'm so glad you happen to be in town and that you're here and that you're willing to do an interview. Well, thank
1: you. I'm glad you enjoyed your meal.
0: (laughs) Yes. What's your background in the food industry and how did you get started?
1: I started in Gillette. I've always been in the restaurant business. I was a kid and a single mom, so I always was doing dishes or something that, they were let you go into work, you know, before the labor board caught you and told you, <laughs> you couldn't work no more, you know. But a hundred years ago, that was—it wasn't as hard as it is now. But, uh, um, but, yeah. And so I just always did it. And then when I got out of high school, I fell in love with it. You know, my mom told me one time, just uh, find something you love to do. Yeah. And stick with it. And uh, and so it was always cooking. And so I—I I was smart enough, I guess, to or worked hard enough to be getting to management a little bit. And then after years and years, I just. Um, Decided in 92 to do one with my brother over in Gillette. Okay. And then we just kind of started rolling, opening up restaurants and doing what we do. And now we've shut a bunch down over the years. It's been like 30 years, you know, so that's yeah. a, lot of, you know, a lot of old restaurants. But kind of downsizing now, but we have four now, and so it's kind of what we do. Yeah.
0: yeah. Talk about the four that you have.
1: Uh, well, we have uh, two Sanford or three Sanford scrum pubs. They're just more of an American cuisine, but... Burger sandwiches, a big menu. Uh, it's named after Sanford and Sons, you know, the, yep. the show. So, yep. it's, the it's the decor is crazy. It's eclectic. Everything. Everything you can imagine. Um, you know, I that, the way I tried to explain it was the old Applebee's
0: uh-huh. on
1: steroids. Because there isn't one inch that isn't covered with something, you know what I mean? And cars. We have cars and everything in there. And so, uh, but we do a lot of burger steaks, but uh, kind of southern and Cajun cuisines are thing there. And then, uh, so we have three of those, and then we have the one steakhouse here that, you know, we had, at one time we had three steakhouses, but as time goes by, you know, I don't own any of the properties, so uh, Lisa's forced me to close a couple down, but we've held on to this one, and it's uh, always kind of been my favorite anyway, but, so.
0: I can see why. That's
1: what we do. We've got yeah. of them going now.
0: Great. How do you choose the towns that you choose?
1: <coughs> um... We've always stayed kind of close, except for North Dakota. Okay. We went up to North Dakota because we were, you know, everyone told us, hey, it's going to boom in a couple of years, you know. They found oil in the Bakken, you know, so mm-hmm. you're stupid not to be there. So we went up there, and that's where we got stuck, because it slowed down, and we're like, ugh, now we're stuck here. But, uh, but besides that, it was always towns mostly around Wyoming. Uh-huh. And then when I opened up a steakhouse in Sheridan uh, six years ago, uh, the gentleman that owns this building... This was empty. It used to be a restaurant. He got hold of me. I don't know how he got my number, but he's like, Hey, I went over and ate at your restaurant, and I think that'd be a nice fit here. And we had a restaurant here in Spiritfish at the time. Okay. But we were getting ready to close it. We knew it was going to close in a couple of years, so I came over looked at the... And fell in love with the building. Obviously, yes. you, you know, the building's just wow. amazing, right? And so we came in, and he's an architect that owns a building out of Denver. And so uh, I kind of gave him my vision of what I wanted to look like with a Western theme and stuff. And so together... With my vision of you know like hey I want, but if you can imagine trying to decorate a restaurant like a cook, I'm like hey I want this to be separated from the bar, and then he's like I got some windows upstairs, so he did all this with with the metalwork you know that's all that's him. So cool. And then I was like hey this is kind of what I want this to look like, and then he built that you know. Yeah. Uh, and then so this was my theme what kind of what I want to do the colors and stuff, and he's like okay, and then he put thank goodness he you know had an architect in it too or else it probably wouldn't look nearly as cool as it does but um, that was kind of how it worked out yeah
0: oh yeah such cool artwork around here we will put some pictures on the blog so you can get an idea of what we're looking at right here it's really amazing uh, talking about menus at your other restaurants you have a huge menu here it's amazing tell and people
1: this, this is smaller than our other restaurants. Wow Wow but, uh, so um, you know what we wanted to create was a was a really when we did this restaurant, this one in particular, we wanted to make sure that everything was genuine to the, the building itself. Yeah. But I told him, I said, I don't want to have this stuffy restaurant. So if you notice, like, last night for those, I, I just do mostly T-shirts in the summertime that say something around the theme of what's going on. And then uh, in the wintertime, I usually just do, like, a flannel-type thing. and because so I want it laid back. Yeah. And the menu's big enough. Like, you guys had the poppers. And you so you all of our steaks are aged in-house. or They're certified Angus beef, upper two-thirds choice. We make sure that we're cutting the very best meat you can buy. But uh, I said, I don't want to be a destination restaurant where somebody comes in every six weeks because let's go get a steak. I it to say, you know, if you're here with your husband or your boyfriend or girlfriend or just friends, where do you want to eat at? And it's like, I, I don't want it, you know, steakhouses or steakhouses. Yeah. Well, I, I want to go have a beer or I want to go have an iced tea uh-huh. and I want to relax. I want poppers or I want a steak.
0: Yeah. Or
1: I want a cheeseburger. Or I want one of these, you know, our salad, you know. So I wanted to be, especially in a town of only 10,000 people. Yeah. You know, if you become a a restaurant that's every six weeks, you've cut your town in half, a quarter. Yep. You know, so I said, um, I just want it to be great food, as good a food as you can buy or eat, but also an everyday restaurant where people choose to say, let's go there because the food's great and it's laid back. And, you know, we got a good happy hour and we got these things. So that was kind of the theme of it. So we kind of mixed Lunch, dinner. That's why everybody's like, how come you don't have a lunch and a dinner menu? Well, because how about if somebody drove here and wants a New York steak for dinner? Yeah. Or for lunch? Yeah. I'm like, sorry, all we have is a steak sandwich. you know, until four. You know, so no. We just said, hey, here it is. Yeah. Have at it. And now that we can't find any help, I'm like, that was the dumbest thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> our, our menu
1: needs to be smaller. <laughs> yeah. But everyone comes in now, they're like, why? Because uh, for the rally, we had to shrink it down. Yeah. Because of the, the of the amount of the sheer oh, volume and then sure. and just the just the shortage of help that we have. Yep. And any regulars that came in said, Where's my muscles or where's the you know, where's all these items that I left off that I can't get on a regular basis? Uh-huh. Like, we well, we'll, we'll make it for you. We just oh. it's not here for the ninety nine percent of everybody that's coming, walking in the door, you know.
0: So you just have to ask for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But oh. but it's back.
0: Okay. Yes, it's I saw it on the menu
1: last night. Yeah, yeah, we we had a kid actually come here and work for the rally, and he came back to help us because we we're short of help. Uh-huh. All his food started coming up in the window, and he called me, and I was at my home in Cheyenne, and he called me, and he's like, "You never told me that you went back to the old menu." And I said, <laughs> "What's the matter?" He goes, "I don't know how to cook the old menu because he had the rally," and he's like, ah. "So we kind of laughed." He's like, "I got figuring now, but I never knew how to do this, you know." So, but anyway, yeah, it, uh, that's kind of how we did. We just want to make it every day, cause everybody's everyday restaurant but where you think that could have been the best steak I've ever had anywhere.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw this written on your menu. It says, Steerfish proudly serves only hand-cut certified Angus beef brand grilled over hickory wood, brought to you by generations of proud farmers and ranchers around the Dakota region, flavor that can't be tamed. Why do you value that so strongly, and why would you even put that on your menu? You know.
1: Well, there's, there's certain – I truly believe that in this area, beef are, are done from a certain area. And, and, and everywhere that they, they raise beef, they raise them a different way. Whether yeah. they beat them a certain way, yep. whether, they, whether they're, they're raised because it's a drought area uh-huh. in like Texas. And so all of our beef comes out of the Dodge City, Kansas area, which, which will allow. And it was important because it's a pretty proud group of when people are saying, hey, is this local beef? Is this local beef? We can say, hey, because uh, I don't want local beef. I wanted something that, that's why it's all these certified Angus beef. So it has to go through, has to have X amount of marbling, has to have all these things that make it certified Angus beef. So I said, at least I know if we get it from this area only, and it's butchered out of this area only, then we know that it can come from, it's Iowa, Colorado, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, you know these areas that are that are corn-fed, not drought you know what i mean and yep. so and i think that was important and and a guy told me that years ago when he was kind of teaching me about beef he said that's super duper important because you know you got out to california where some of them how oh, get like soy and different things that they do he goes it's just the way that they raise their cattle you know and uh, whether it be the best or the worst that way and i can also put on there for any rancher around here that says um it is it is dakota beef i mean i can't tell which one i can't <laughs> get, 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 there's a there's a dead cow from dakota's in there somewhere
0: yeah yeah well give us just a little bit of an overview of your menu and what people can expect when they come here
1: well we have about uh i think we have about 25 appetizers so you can get anywhere from our we smoke everything in-house so our hickory smoked wings are are really popular our poppers or jalapeno poppers are made from scratch you know we have we even have uh mussels that you can get and uh Prosciutto, which is a little bit lighter, a lot of lighter things, and you know, and so a lot of appetizers. We probably have uh, ten to di- eight different salads you can get, you know, but all of our portions are huge, so people like oh, <laughs>
0: definitely, you know,
1: and uh, and anywhere from laid-back dishes like our macaroni dishes to and then you get into the steaks, which oh, and all of our uh, cowboy cuts are certified sort of as beef, and we have everything from the fillets, to the New York ribeyes, then um, we have some special dishes like our Troubadour steak with our cream sauce and do it like that and then we got ribs and then the country food you know like the chicken fried steak yep and then which called steer fish which is a playoff obviously um, I saw a restaurant years ago it was called cowfish ah. and so and I went to steer fish and I thought oh we'll call it our spear fish and we'll call it steerfish. and so obviously trout, walleye native fish to, to South Dakota and uh, and obviously we got salmon but yeah you can get everything here and in our, mm-hmm. in our pastas and then we have a uh, our handmade desserts that we do as well so
0: yeah i mean it was it's amazing The potatoes yeah <laughs>
1: <coughs> the
0: deep fried red oh, oh the, the dakota wedges and i have no our sweet little
1: wedges to us into the smash fries. oh smash fries yeah 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 so we'll we just take a baby red potatoes and smash them and then we got a, our homemade seasoning that we put on top of those yeah and then we have a special ranch a chipotle like a smoked uh a chipotle ranch that we do from scratch here yeah. To dip it into and
0: it was amazing. We sat here and we're like, everything, everything is like a flavor bomb. Like it's awesome. so good. We so have good.
1: young people it's like I came out and said one said, can we get a recipe for your beans? I said, Yeah, I'll give you a recipe for your beans. A lot of people won't give out recipes. I'm like, you know what? I guarantee you, you're not gonna want to make beans at your house every day. When you want <laughs> to come out to true. eat, you're gonna come out to eat. So I don't care if you buy my <laughs> recipe. You know, I said and I and I guarantee you i always tell them I said, there's a lot better cooks out there than me. So if, and Google's pretty smart. So if you want to make it a good cowboy bean recipe, you can go to Google and get about anything you want. So here's my recipe. And I said, but the weird thing is, you're like 25. And he's like, yeah. But he's a cowboy guy. And he's like, uh-huh. 25-year-olds don't eat beans. This is for our older crowd, you know. But we, we serve them with all the steaks, you know. And he's uh-huh. like, this cowboy eats beans. And he goes, and he loves it, you know. So he's like, <laughs> but it was just kind of funny, you know. I yeah. said, so even the young people eat this. And I'm like, hey, this is good, you know. Where. <laughs>
0: So, We're going to have to see if we can talk you out of your recipe before we leave. And our, and our we cornbread leave. muffins. That was, I forgot. It.
1: Our cornbread muffins are our beginning signature oh,
0: that we do. And they're it's, amazing.
1: And we do it with, uh, and, yeah, everything's, you know, and it's fat-free. Everything's fat-free, so you don't have to worry about it here. Right, But right. Um, we, we mix our, our muffins with cornbread and then yellow cake mix. So they're soft uh. and sweet in the beginning. And then we do our butter is with honey, cinnamon, and then we put cream cheese frosting in it to make it a little softer and sweeter, so. I told her the first bite, I said, this is the
0: part. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's amazing, it everything, yeah. We could have just ate, ate endlessly, but we ran. Um, let's see. I regret not having the trout. I got a steak, which was incredible, but I, thought, I wish we were here longer. Yeah. You
1: yeah, had the trout's great, I mean.
0: That was when we were trying to sleep. We were debating I like to take that, that, yeah. the
1: walleye. Which I like walleye's my favorite fish, and uh, um, well, you've ever eaten crappie? You're from the south, right? Well, they call they call crappie the walleye of the south, you know, because it's white, you know, and then it's really mild. Yeah. But um, I take the walleye and then put the cream dill sauce that we do on the trout Uh on the on the walleye. But that's my favorite. But people love the trout too. But we do it a little different there too. We we bread it in uh, potato flakes, and not Uh, just you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we would have. We totally would have. Um, Spearfish is a little smaller than a lot of the towns that you have worked in before, had restaurants right. in. So, what was it about this town that attracted you and made you think, okay, this can work?
1: Well, it, it, like I said, it's it's you know it's obviously growing. And yeah. Uh, a lot of people are moving here from everywhere. Right. So the expendable income is amazing as a whole, you know, because. And, uh, you know, everybody says, college town, college town. i like, well, I don't know. I didn't go to college, but I know a lot of my friends did. And when they went to college, they didn't have too much money. Right. So everybody <laughs> said, I never worry about it. I don't, I don't see too many college kids going out and having a you know, $30 steak. But, right.
0: Um,
1: but there is a ton of expendable money here. And there wasn't a steakhouse. There just wasn't a steakhouse at all. I mean, it was just like we said, we had a Sanford's here at the time. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, there was different places to eat. But in, I think there's a lack of restaurants as a whole with Deadwood, uh-huh. because everyone's like, I want to go up to Deadwood, but we'll not everybody wants to go up to Deadwood, you know, yeah. and then drive 20 minutes, 30 minutes, find a place to park to go get a bite to eat, and then you can't get in, like, you guys couldn't get in yesterday, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, that was kind of, it was. I think it was driven by that, and I came over with the idea of saying, I'm not going to open up a restaurant, I'm not going to open up a restaurant, <laughs> I'm not going to open up a restaurant, and I walked in the building and said, I'm going to open up that stupid restaurant. <laughs> And then I knew I knew the guy that owned the building had me at hello. He's just like, okay, when, when do you want to start? I'm, like, oh man. I'm just walking around thinking, holy cow, this place is amazing, you know. So that was kind of, and I knew the history of it because there there was a an Italian restaurant that was here before while we were still in business here. Okay. I just never I never ate here, uh-huh. you know, because when I when we when it was doing it, I I had moved out and did other restaurants down south, and that's how I ended up in Cheyenne. Was at the time we were we had a lot of restaurants. We had 14 restaurants, and we were opening them up at different places. And uh, so I moved down there, and I kind of let my other partners run up here. And then, so I never really paid that much attention to building, but uh, when I came in, I just fell in love with the building. I'm like, all right, let's do this. So,
0: <laughs> well, I think it proved to be a good choice. Yeah, yeah, it's worked, out really <laughs> very, it's worked out very well, for sure. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about being an entrepreneur and a business owner. What are some of the biggest lessons you've learned? Because we have a lot of people listening who will identify with that.
1: Well, don't spend, as m- don't spend money. <laughs> you know what? But, it, you know, it, it's follow your dreams. I mean, that's it. I mean, it yeah. doesn't. It, it isn't always a restaurant business. People think, you know, uh, uh, being an entrepreneur, doing something like that is, is uh, opening your own record company or doing something that's always fun or, you know, owning my motorcycle shop or something like that. It's whatever your love is, you know what I mean? If you like digging ditches go do it, yeah. you know, if you like, whatever, you know, it's just, and not everybody can do it, you know, and I told my, my, my kids that work for me, I said, hey, if you don't want to be in the business don't be in the business, and I only have one that is, Okay. and the other two have ran away, you know, they just like, I don't want no part of that, but uh, um, it's just, find your love and your passion and go for it, mm-hmm. and if it's being a postman it's being a postman, and if it's, if it's we were just talking about that yesterday I snuck out and played golf, and, and uh, I said, I don't care if you see some of these people, they're, they're so happy in life and it's, you know, whatever, whatever they make. And they spend time with their kids and they're happy. Sometimes I'm away from my family too much thinking, why, you know, why am I doing this or that? But, I mean, it, then it then it takes you guys coming in going, oh, this was amazing. And I'm like, okay, at least I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm blessed to be able to do it. It's not lucky or talented. Mm-hmm. You know, my, mm-hmm. it's strictly a blessing, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this place is uh huh,
1: hundred percent. So that's kind of how I feel about it. And Then, as far as um, I don't really worry about the money, you know, because sometimes it's not there. I'll right. tell you that. I'll tell yeah. you that. You know, yeah. you think owning your own business is where it's at. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not there. Yeah. And other times it's very rewarding, but um, uh, other sometimes it's just, ooh, you better, you, you better, in the lean times, you better be doing what you love to do for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: What would you say? If you had to pick one thing that you would say, this has made me successful in the restaurant business, what would that be?
1: Um, Passion. Yep. Period.
0: Wow, that's great. Yeah. Yep. That's so good. Um, People have said this restaurant is one of the best reasons to visit Spearfish. It's all over the reviews on the internet. What does that mean to you?
1: It's pretty humbling. Yeah. I mean, that's about all you can say is yeah it's pretty cool
0: yeah it is pretty cool
1: yeah i don't know i don't really think about it much i mean because tomorrow's tomorrow you know today's today you better keep it up (laughs) but uh, when i read stuff like that and even when somebody makes me say come by a table and say hey you know this is so amazing i just say hey thanks thanks for taking a minute and telling me because you don't know how much it means to me really means a lot so it's definitely very humbling
0: cool well what's next for you
1: i don't know um hopefully get home in time to see my my, my daughter's uh, senior night at swim and dive so oh, that's yeah. that's my that's my main goal this week <laughs> you know or the next two weeks I don't want to miss that and then I don't know I just um, I don't know if it's less I don't know if it's more I have one son that's in the business and he wants to to do something um, you know we have partners here I'm partners with my brother on this and he wants to do something with just him and I but uh, I don't know you know I'm old I'm 55 years old and, and tired so I don't know you just I just anymore I just take it day by day I wasn't yeah. ever going to do this one and then <laughs> five years later here I am so yeah yeah it's hard to say cool it's definitely a different dynamic in this world nowadays too you know with, with employment and different things mm-hmm. um, if there's ever been a reason to stay away, right now you look at the employees that are here I mean we're so short staffed and there's nobody applying and there's nobody working and there's nobody it, it almost is a reason to say uh, that's why we've honestly when I shut my restaurant down in Sheridan a couple months ago it was resigned the lease which they were going to raise the money rent and I'm like it's COVID you should be lowering the rent but that had nothing really to do with it at the end you know they are business people as well it just said can we staff it is it worth the hassle and should we be out and we chose to, to get out because it's just, sometimes it's just anymore. It's just, it's just a whole different game nowadays.
0: Wow, yeah. Well, how do we follow along? How can people find you? Are you on the on the Internet? and?
1: We are on the Internet under uh, just Google ups. Uh, You know, even Yelp or anything anymore, yep. you know what I mean? Yep. I, I'm not really a, a techie guy, but uh, Google Internet, Restaurants and Spearfish. Check out the reviews. I mean, there's a lot of great restaurants in Spearfish. Yeah. This isn't the only reason to come here, so... Um, there's a lot of s- s- restaurants that do a super good job and they work as hard as I do. So um, this town's wonderful. I mean, so if you want to come here, and it's the jewel of the Black Hills. So um, it's just a great place to just chill out for a couple of days. days. Yeah. And uh, if you don't want to lose your money in Deadwood, <laughs> s- stick around spearfish a little bit more. Maybe buy something nice for your family. And. Uh, and then uh, but yeah, I can't say that I'm the only game in town because there are a lot of great restaurants. If you guys were here for a couple of days, I would suggest going to a couple of these other restaurants because they do just as good a job as me. Wow. For sure.
0: Well, you do have a website, so we will link to that in the show notes so people okay. can find you and Awesome. Yeah. James, thanks so much yeah, for you your time. Yeah, you guys made
1: my day for uh, for coming in and, and uh, humbling, like I said, it was it was cool. You know, I was almost said no for a second there, like i oh, I'm busy and I'm like, You can't be too busy. And I mean obviously these guys paid Gave me money last night and and enjoyed the restaurant and that was that's like i said that's that's what it's about so this yeah. is I've never done anything like this before but this is definitely a, a heck of a compliment
0: well thanks for making the time this was awesome yep. i know this interview is going to bless people so awesome Thank you thanks guys. james yep well how fun was that my biggest takeaway from this interview is that it never hurts to ask like that guy who sought out james to put a restaurant in this building and location in spearfish because it only took a second to change his response from a no to a yes. And now Spearfish gets to have this incredible restaurant in their town because of it. If you or your friends are planning a trip to the Black Hills, make sure to plan for a meal or two or three at Steerfish Steak and Smoke. Yes, it's that good. You can take my word for it. We put together a Black Hills road trip on the blog where you'll find Steerfish Steak and Smoke on the list as well as some other great locations we loved around the Black Hills. And you can check all of that out on our website at RuralRevival.co. Huge thanks to James for being on the podcast and thanks to you for tuning in. Have a great day, everybody.